How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We're now joined by the executive director of the WFCA. And, and you know, when, when you're doing a show like this and you're talking to guys like, you know, Chuck Bulva and, and Dave Keel and Ron Davies and, and uh, you know, guys like that, uh, Joe Labuda, who's unbelievable. I, I, I'm a big fan of Joe Laputa's, and uh, you got to have Dan Brunner on. One of the reasons for me is because he, he offers so much, and then just a, a whole different perspective. You know, as a player, as a coach, he coached in high school, coached in college, but now as the executive director of the WFCA, he's able to keep his, obviously, his whole foot in, in high school football. And he's, it's not the day-to-day stuff but he's certainly still a big part of what uh, high school football is in the state of Wisconsin. Dan Brunner, how are you doing today? Good, Mike. Good, Mike. Uh, good to talk to you. Yeah, you as well. Hey, Dan, when when we're talking to guys like like I just mentioned, um, you know, these are guys that, that you know, lived and died with high school football. You know, they, they've just been around it, and they still believe in it so much. And you get a chance – as the WFCA um, executive director, to talk to guys that maybe they've been out of the game for five, ten years, but their passion for the high school football never, never goes away. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I you know, I heard some of the names that you had mentioned uh, earlier, and I mean, you, you know, that's the best of the best that you were talking about, and you know, their their passion for the game is never going to go away. Well, I live across the street from Chuck Bulva, and he's still breaking down film. <laughs> you, you know, he's still like, hey, you know, I broke down the, the Catholic Memorial uh, tape, and man, I'll tell you what, they're really running this well, and that outside linebacker, I'm like, Chuck, what what are you doing? <laughs> he goes, hey, I got to do something, and he just loves the game, and, and again, he lives kitty corner from me, and I love talking to him, but between August and, you know, the state championship game, man, if, if he sees me outside or I see him, normally I see him and I go right to him. And the first yeah, thing we I, talk about yeah. is, hey, did you see this game or did you hear about this kid or this thing going on? And and he has as much passion about it now, I think, as he did when he was on the sidelines. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and what it, what reminds me of, of the guys that you're talking about is, is is when I watched that new thing that they got going on Monday Night Football with the Manning brothers. Right. And, you know, when you watch Peyton Manning and he's breaking down uh, plays as they're happening and things. I mean – it's the same kind of stuff that guys like Chuck Bova is doing uh, by himself after coaching. Right. Yeah, and and he just loves it. Hey, when when you look back at at your career and, and look, I I wasn't on the sidelines for football, but for basketball for quite a while. And you know, I um I've been able to edit out all the bad stuff, like any of the 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 the, the bad stuff that would happen with either parents or kids or you know all of that stuff. And and once I got done. For some reason, um, except for some of the losses, have, I can never get those out of my head. But you oh, know, yeah. some of that other stuff, 
Dan, and and now when I talk about it, it's all you know, rainbows and butterflies, and just how, what a great time I had doing it. And I'm wondering for you, have you were you able to do that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, except you know, I can count on one hand a, a number of of not necessarily games, but situations in games and mistakes that I made and plays that I blew um, in calling them that that just never go away and you know and you know i'll dream about those things and it's like <laughs> i'll wake up before the, a different outcome happens and it's like it just sticks, did, sticks in my craw but, did, did but your, stuff, did, yeah i mean I, I just you know i just feel so blessed uh having coached for so long and those good memories that and, and the relationships are, are would stick with me not necessarily the games or the plays or the outcomes. Hey, so I've been asking um, the guys on, on this show, and I'm going to ask you this, and I wish I would have given you a heads up, and I apologize for that. But if if I could give you one more game back, one more game uh, with that exact team, and, and it could be a game that, that was the, as much fun and the greatest outcome, and, and you celebrated so much, or it went the other way, if I could give you back one more game to go coach, what game would it be? There's two. There, there are two that I think of all the time. And one was uh, a playoff game against Sun Prairie where their coaches, and this is a Mike Hahn Sun Prairie team, is really uh, uh, expected to go a long way in the playoffs, and they did. And we were too. And we were up by them 27-7 to in the fourth quarter. And our coaches – radio down to us that the Sun Prairie coaches were, were already packing up their their headphones and getting ready to go down the sideline because it was over. Well, they came back and it was just, it was a series of events that happened, including an you know, a blown call by me that got picked. Um, they scored an onside kick that was recovered, a mistake on defense. Long story short, they won that game um, and it was, I was just in shock. And I always think, you know, I'd, let, I'd love to have that one over. And the other one was um, we had to play at Wisconsin Lutheran. Something was wrong with the field at Hard Park where we normally played them. And we ended up playing them at their field. We had The game got moved to Saturday, and we played them there. And that was my son's senior year. And, and we were on a roll and, and just had a phenomenal game. And we, we scored with less than a minute to go. And we ran a fake extra point um, to take a two a one point lead instead of tying the game, and and we felt the game was in hand. And they they had a, a short quarterback who was a good good kid. I, I know his dad well, a good great guy, but he just threw one up for grabs, and our safety uh, was just like flailing his arms, and he missed it, and they caught it. They ran it down to the five, and they scored with seconds to go to win. And that's the other one. It's like all the games that I was involved with, those two games just haunt me. But, you know, it is what it is. Dan, it's it's really funny to me, and, and I don't know, but everybody I'm asking this to, and I got asked this probably six months ago, and that's what made me think to ask you guys this. And, I, I like I've been a part of six state championships, uh, three, uh, two with Dominican, one with Martin Luther, and three with Calvary Baptist in the Christian schools. And I go right back to losing a game against Duisburg. And, like, why is it that that's where we go? Why don't we take one of these championships or one of these great games that we came back oh, and, yeah. and scored 20 in the fourth quarter to win? We we never bring those up, do we? We I don't even remember nope. some of the state championships games, but I can tell you the last minute and a half of regulation and overtime when we lost to Duisburg. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's funny, but that, that's that those are the ones that stay with you. There's no doubt. We're talking to Dan Brunner again. He is the executive director for the WFCA, and he does Thursday night football. <coughs> excuse me, with Bob Brainer on Wisconsin Sports Stream. Um, and again, that keeps you in the game, right? It keeps you on the field yeah. a little bit. Keeps you at, at at some of these really good games. And and you know, for guys like us, because this this what I do for uh, on the air here at at twelve fifty. I'm able to go to high school basketball games. I get to go to practices sometimes, stuff like that. And so it keeps me a little bit in the game to the point that I'm still I'm watching a college game 
you know, in the middle of uh, in February, and I'm stopping and pausing and taking notes on an out of bounds play, and my wife is like, "What are you doing?" I go, I got to find out, did he shade that? Did he, did he, how did he get so open? She said, you're not coaching anymore. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but this is what I do. Like, this is a great out of bounds play. So that keeps us in the game a little bit. Um, and, and you must love doing those games at Brainerd. You guys are a really good team. Well, it, you know, he's so good to work with. And it's been so much fun for me. And like you said, Mike, you know, I, I get to talk to these coaches different coaches at different levels every week. And, and a lot of times, you know, I'm trying to get game notes and stuff like that, but, but we digress and we just start talking about di- different things, just like you and I had just spoken about games in the past and so forth and their experiences and their journey uh, in their coaching careers that they're still involved in. So it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Hey, um, when you talk, <coughs> excuse me, when you talk to some of these guys, um, through the WFCA, who are have stopped coaching, right? And Doug Sarver is a guy that should be on this show, and I apologize to him. But guys like that, um, I, I can't imagine that when you guys sit down over an adult beverage or a cup of coffee and start talking about football, it's just got to all come out where they're just like, man, I, I loved this kid. I missed this. I wish we would have done this. And all of the, that stuff, when I get around high school basketball coaches – I mean, that's all it is. We're talking about, look, we used to just go run the flex. Nobody runs the flex anymore. Can you imagine how this has changed? And and the, yeah. the love for the game and the love for these kids and some of the things that these kids have now gone on to accomplish has got to be a big part of what you guys talk about. Oh, absolutely. You know, And, and again, it all comes back to the relationships uh, that you've developed with fellow coaches and, and past players and so forth. But it, it's so funny because you know, some of the guys I talk to, they miss practice. They they miss yep. Monday through Thursday, you know. And then other guys I talk to, they just miss the games. And other guys are like, they just miss the Saturday and Sunday after the game, breaking down film, getting ready for the next opponent. So it's it's all over the board in terms of what they really miss about the game. Yeah, it, I agree with that, and and I I miss a little all of it. I was watching, um, I taped the state championship game with Martin Luther, and I was watching some some of that the other night, and just knowing that was my last game, right? That was it. I knew I knew I was going to be done, and to be able to to watch as as these kids celebrated and they worked so hard to get there, and the school was so supportive, and it was a great way to go out for me. It was just a wonderful yeah. way to to close it up and say, okay, man, it's been a really good career. So, hey, Dan, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate your time and uh, your willingness to always come on when I ask. And and you anytime. don't know how much I appreciate yeah. um, you doing that for me. Yeah, anytime, Mike. He is Dan Brunner, uh, Executive Director for the WFCA. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented. High School Basketball. Listen to that, Dan. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Oh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Man, I tell you, this is a fun show for, for guys like us and uh, our next guest. Let me give you a little bit of background on Joe Labuda. You know, not from this area, but if you're anywhere around high school football, you know about him. 32 years up in Menominee, 31 straight seasons his team's made the playoffs, which is an incredible um, run. I've never heard anything like that, to be honest with you. He won 321 games in his career, five state championships. He, uh, his teams appeared in seven, won five of them, and he was inducted in the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Hall of Fame in 2020. He was 321, three, 321 wins and seventh all-time in the state of Wisconsin. We're joined by Coach Joe Labuda. Coach, how you doing today? Good. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah, I know uh, we caught you traveling a little bit, and I appreciate a couple of minutes of your time. Coach, today's show is all about guys that have spent a lot of time in the game of high school football, in and around it. Some of our guests are still in it. Some guys are still doing it, and uh, you know, maybe at a different level, but they're still involved in it. This is the first year. I think it's the first year you haven't been on the sidelines. How's it going so far? You know, it's obviously different. Uh... I think it's the first time since 1976 that I wasn't either playing or coaching. It's the first fall. You know, I was a high school player, then a college player, and then got right into coaching after college. So it's the first time since 1976. And Friday night's got to be really, really different for you. Do you enjoy it, or is it is it hard for you the first year like this? You know, I, I actually haven't been around much to see it. I you know, my wife and I went to Hawaii, and you know, I was gone for the first two games when, uh, you know, in Hawaii with my wife. So I think that was probably a good way to handle it, you know, not be around it. And then uh, I did go to the third game of the year. I watched Menominee play Chippewa. And then the last two games, I just returned from out west. I was out on the elk hunt with my nephew in Wyoming who lives out there. He guided me. So I actually haven't been around it that much. So it's probably made it a little bit easier to handle. How did that that game three when they played Chippewa, um, driving over there, Coach, can you tell us the feeling that you had as you were getting closer to the stadium and the lights were on and and the band is playing? What to, what kind of feelings did you have? Oh, it was definitely different. You know, I didn't sit up in the stands. I stood in the back of the end zone on the track and just because I didn't really want to be around people. And just went over there with one of my old assistant coaches and. You know, definitely different. You know, you're sitting there and you're watching things that you can kind of see because you've done it for so long, and you just kind of sit there and bite your tongue and watch it, enjoy it, watch the kids that you've coached before. But it's definitely different, you know. 100%. Coach, uh, we've had you on the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association uh, show with Tom Swill and I a number of times throughout the years. And one of the things that I want people that maybe have not heard you on that show but listen to this show when we talk about Menominee, we talk about youth football. You guys do things a little bit different. At least you did when you were the head coach. Do things a little bit different where you don't have kids playing tackle football until freshman year, correct? Uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Uh, 
we never had, you know, we never had fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh grade tackle football. You know, we did it that way my whole 32 years at Menominee, and, uh, you know, they're continuing to do it that way. And we just took a different approach. We felt like putting kids into contact too early, chased them off. We feel like that was, uh, you know, a lot of kids' bodies aren't ready to get hit at that age and uh, kept them hungry for putting the pads on that first time in eighth grade. And we have a, a heavyweight, a lightweight team at the eighth grade. And it's a different way of doing things that's been successful for us. You know, Coach, you had made a comment, and this was years ago on on that show I do with Coach Swiddle, that really stuck with me. You said, "Look, if I've got if I've got thirty kids that start in fifth grade, and I've got twenty nine kids um, that are playing in seventh grade, I'm telling you, I'm going to have twenty nine or thirty kids in eighth grade, and twenty nine or thirty kids in that freshman class." And that's the difference, you know. And here in Southeast Wisconsin, it seems like the the real young cl- uh, ages. There's a lot of kids, and then it dwindles off. And by the time they get to high school, there's a lot of kids that aren't playing anymore. And when you've made that comment to me, and I've 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 said this to a lot of people when we've had that conversation about you, I said, look, Joe Laboot up in Menominee. This is the way they did it, and he said, if I've got 29 kids, I, maybe I'll have 28 or 30. <laughs> freshman year but they they all they stay and they we teach them the game they fall in love with the game and then and then we put the pads on and i think that that i wish that more people would 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 do it that way you know we just we just found that there's you know there's kids that they grow at just different levels we've had kids that were on our lightweight team when they were in eighth grade and end up by the time they're junior senior they're one of our bigger kids so it put kids in contact where really you can put them in a situation where they end up getting chased away. And that was just kind of our philosophy. Of, you know, we didn't play tackle until we were, you know, we, they ran our plays and stuff, but in a, in a different situation, a flag football and in a seven-on-seven situation. So we just basically tried to teach the kids the game without the contact part of it. And uh, so that's one of the things that we, we did at Menominee. And, so freshman year, we would usually get, you know, 50, 60 kids out. And I don't think we would have done had that kind of numbers if we had done contact at an early age. We were talking to Joe Labuda again. He was a head coach at Menominee for a long time. Um, 321 wins. He had 31 straight seasons of making uh, the playoffs. So, Joe, you didn't make the playoffs that first year. Right, and then thirty-one years oh, after no, straight. I don't know if yeah. I don't know if they keep that if that's a state record, but I, I I've not heard anybody anywhere close to that. You know, that first year I was there, we went six and three, and that was back when only two teams made the playoffs: the conference championship and the runner-up. And you know, we were the third-place team, so we didn't make it that year. And then you know, then we made it every year after that. So we we are just blessed to have some really great kids and some really great coaches. Hey, Coach, um, Chris Garrett is a kid that you and I both know, and you sent me a picture of you and him, and he's a, a young man that I used to go to church with here at Brookside Baptist Church, went to Wisconsin Lutheran, and then may, had a great career where you went to college. And I think he I think he may have beat your sack record, something like that. And now he, he made the Rams. He's on the Rams roster as a seventh-round pick. And you got to be really proud. I know when we talked about him and you had sent me that picture of you and him with his arm around you on the field, you said, man, what a fine young man this kid is. And I said, he really is. He can't yeah. sing a lick, and I know that because he sat behind me at church. But I'll tell you what. He uh, seventh round and ended up making the roster with the Rams, and you you got to be really proud of that young man. Yeah, it was really great to see that he the roster, you know, coming from Florida. You know, it's just ironic, you know, the sack record I had, he ended up breaking it against Winona, where my son plays at Winona, so I happened to be at the game, and then the Concordia coaches down on the field, hey, let's get a picture of the old and new, and so it's kind of great to, to be there when that happens. Man, that's that's really awesome. Hey, coach, this is a question I'm, I'm asking a number of guys on on this show, and and you know I don't know which way you're going to go with this after you know 321 wins and five um, state championships and seven appearances. If if I could give you one more game, one last game where you get the exact team that you had that year, and the opposing team had the exact same team that they had, and I could let you go play one more game, 
with that group. What 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 year would it be, and what game would it be, and who would you play against? Um, it would probably be in, uh, in 1996. We were playing a semifinal game against Eshwana, who we played a lot. Some really great battles against each other, really great mutual respect for Ken Galamsky. But I made a crucial error. In 1996, we had lost our long snapper, and he had gotten hurt. So I had a backup long snapper in, and uh, we were ahead 20 to 14, and he snapped it over the punter's head, and you know they ended up scoring. We got the ball and got, you know, had to punt again, and I should have taken a safety at that point, and I didn't. And we we punted, and he snapped it over the the punter's head again, and we lost. And, that was a crucial mistake on my part that kind of ate away at me for a long time. You know what's really funny, Coach, when I when I ask people that question, guys like you, guys have been doing it a long time, and, and people will hear it throughout the show here. Um, it, it's amazing to me because when I coached basketball for 36 years, when I got asked that question about a year ago, I immediately went to a, a sectional semifinal game when I was coaching basketball at Whitefish Bay Dominican, and we lost to Oostburg. I, now, I, I had three, um, let me think, six state championships as a basketball coach. And why is it that we don't pick one of those and want to replay that and feel the joy and, and the satisfaction and the, and how much fun it was to win a game again? Because we could, I, I, I certainly would be open to giving you that. But no, guys like us, we always go to, to a loss. And I wonder what that says about us. Well, you know, in that case, kind of eats away at me of a decision I made. I should have taken the safety and didn't think of it at the time. And, uh, you know, that's why that one kind of eats away. And I think that coaches by nature look look back and second-guess themselves. So. Hey, Joe, I wouldn't drive to Sheboygan for a year because there's a sign that says to Oostburg. I, I'm not kidding. I wouldn't drive to Sheboygan for a year. I've never watched that game tape. We were up six in overtime. And they had the five guys at the end of their bench at the scores table. We were at the free throw line. And I said, buzz them in. Buzz them in. They never buzzed them in. We missed the free throw. They hit a three, took a timeout, and beat us. And I'm telling you, man, just the worst. And I would play that game again and hope that we either hit the free throw or they would buzz him in. That's what I'm thinking. Joel, I want to thank you so much for your time. I, I can't thank you. Um, you give. You certainly are very kind with your time for me and, and the shows that I do here. And I really appreciate it. Think about this, guys. 321 and 60. 321 and 60. And his team made the playoffs 31 straight seasons. I, that that just jumps off the page at me for sure. Hey, Joe, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Um, have a great fall. Have a good winter, and, and I'm sure we'll we'll touch base here soon. You you too. Great talking to you. Thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. On 1250 AM, the fan. I like doing shows like this. I just do. First of all, I get to catch up with guys that maybe I haven't talked to in a bit, and that always uh, is always good for me. And that's true with our next guest. He is Fritz Ruck. Fritz, uh, man, how you been, sir? Good. I've been awesome. Yeah, it's been an, uh, an adventurous couple of years for everyone, uh, myself included. But I have been awesome, and I'm having a great time. Uh, in 2021. Man, well, let me run through the background a little bit. He was at Homestead for 20 years. He coached before that Zion, Illinois, for six. He was in Grafton for a year. Now he's been out at Arrowhead for around six. And, man, and as we talked off the air, Fritz, I, I tell you what, days go slow and years go fast. If you had told <laughs> me that you've been doing this for, what, 33 years, something like that, I, I that just yep. seems when I tell people I coach basketball for 36, they're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I know, I know." It it seems unbelievable, but um, it is what it is. And the fact that you're back coaching some of the guys we're talking to today, um, you know what they they spent a lot of time in in this game, and they're still still in and around it in some ways, kind of like me with basketball, right? I retired from coaching basketball. Mm-hmm. But I'm still talking about it. I'm going into gyms. I'm, 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 you know, talking to coaches all the time. I'm going to a ton of games. In fact, my wife always said, "Man, I thought you'd be home a little bit more after you were tired," and that just isn't really the case. And and Fritz, you you know, you stepped away a little bit, and now you're the freshman coach at Arrowhead. And there's something about that that, that I just adore. Like here's a guy who's who's just loves the game and willing to to give back and and go back and 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 just get to the, that pure part of teaching a game that he loves and that's what he's doing. Um, been a, a little bit of an adjustment, I bet, Fritz. Yeah, I mean, I would say a couple of things, Mike. Number one, uh, and probably most importantly, the game of football has been way too good to me to be away for it for too long. Um, you know, both professionally, personally, um, it's made me the man I am, um, good or bad, I suppose. But it has absolutely a, a been an integral part of my life since I was, you know, since I was a child and now as obviously a professional adult. So I wanted to get back to it. And then number two, um, you know, Matt Harris and the program at Arrowhead have been very, very accommodating, very gracious in how they've treated me. You know, obviously there there was a potential for both maybe some awkwardness and, you know, quite frankly, on my part, maybe some bitterness. But I don't think that's happened on either part. Matt has been fantastic. He's got Arrowhead going in a great direction. We've got obviously a huge game uh, on Friday night against um, Muskego. So we'll, we'll – um, I'm excited to be a part of his program. And then to the, pa- the last point, you know, just about being able to get back with freshmen, I just think, I think it's, it's, it's good for the kids. You know, they, they have an older staff. We have a very mature staff, lots of years of experience, um, and they draw confidence from the fact that we're confident in how we coach them. Uh, not just football, not just X's and O's, but, you know, we've seen a lot of things in life over over those 33 years and so i can bring those perspectives too and i think that's going to really help everybody in our program so you can tell by that last comment that that part of this show is is recorded i'm going to be actually um fritz i'll be up in uh up in wisconsin dells um being lucky enough to be inducted in the wisconsin basketball coaches association hall of fame and and uh we had to record some of this show, so we'll know when this show airs how, how yeah. your Arrowhead boys did against Muskego. Hey, can I ask you a question? Back So back when you were at Zion, Illinois, compared to the kind of coach you are today, um, when, you know, people asked me that. When I first started to where I ended, it was night and day for me. And one of the turning points, Fritz, 
was, and I've told this story, but the second year I was probably 18 years old coaching a grade school basketball team on the east side of Milwaukee, and a mom videotaped the game with one of those big VHS cameras, and after the game handed it to me and said, I videotaped this, please don't be mad at me. And I said, no, I want to, I'm want. i going to go home and watch it. She said, please don't mad, be mad at me. walked away. And I thought, well, that's weird. She didn't videotape the game for it. She videotaped me. Right. Trying to be Bobby Knight as an yeah. 18-year-old kid coaching sixth-grade boys, and I was embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. And that that was a turning point for me. Now, I, now I'm not saying that I didn't act a fool when I was on the sidelines, you know, ever again, because I did. But that that caught me off guard, and I was so, I was so thankful as an eighteen year old kid to go up to this mom and say, "I'd like to give you a hug." I'm so embarrassed. I, I need to apologize to everybody, and she said, "Oh, I'm so happy you took it that way." So we're, from where I started to where I ended, it was it was night and day. I don't know about how how you know what I thought of the game. I mean, there was a lot of things that I thought back then that I thought at the end, but I think how I approached coaching, and I'm wondering about with you. You know, first of all, that's a great question. Uh, I've been asked a lot of questions in interviews, and I've never heard that question before, so I really enjoy that. Um, Let me start with what's similar. And what's similar, and I think I I can feel it, you know, even not, I shouldn't say even, but with with our freshman team, is the passion for the game. Um, I have a tremendous passion for the game. I coach. I coach hard. You know, I don't probably coach as hard as I did when I was in my early 20s. Uh, but I still get after it pretty hard on the practice field and, and the kids know, you know, when I'm fired up and they know, um, you know, when I, when I have high demands and high expectations, they know about it. So those things are similar, you know, but, but probably everything else is different. Um, my demeanor, my, I guess I would, I would say this, um, not only have I grown obviously like any, from any young to mature coach, I've grown in my knowledge of the game and the X's and O's and the how to coach pieces of it. But I think even more importantly, I've grown in my understanding that coaching is an extension of life, you know, and, and we're coaching kids who are playing a game for all the right reasons, both ways, you know, I'm coaching them for the right reasons. They're being coached for the right reasons, but so much of so much of it is more than football. So you know, much. the kids the kids have a lot of things going on. The last year and a half has been, you know, if not as challenging and certainly um hyper challenging for our for our kids, for all of them, whatever the age. Uh and and all those things I think I'm even more re- reminded of as a freshman coach because I get an opportunity to be, you know, I, I get an opportunity to see these guys in a different way than I did when I was a head coach at Arrowhead or Grafton or even the coordinator at Homestead because there, you know, there it's 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 much more football is why we're all here and this is what binds us together. Right now it's we're going to grow together, we're going to learn together, we're going to have fun together, and we're going to coach football. You would never have heard Fritz Rowe say that 21 years ago. Uh, my first head football job was a freshman head coach at Zion, Illinois. You'd have never heard me talk about let's have fun together, let's grow together, let's um, become better young men, uh, or let me help you become a better young man. That was not in my repertoire at that point. You know, it's it's funny. So we we it's similar, you know, because that wasn't in mind back then either. And all I thought about was you know, breaking down, you know, this play and that we want to win, win, win. And I'm going to yell at kid. And it just was, and when I look back at that, if I, if I get a chance to speak to young coaches, I'll tell them that story. I'll say, look, just so you know, what, what I would recommend is to have a parent videotape you as you're coaching. And so right. you can see it because it was eye opening. It was so embarrassing but what you talked about, you know, the whole thing about let's have some fun and let's get along. And as freshmen, you know, I think I think that's a difficult um, time to coach because these kids are now coming into a building, especially football. Basketball, as a freshman coach, they've been in the building now a few months, have gotten to see the pretty girls, have gotten to know their buddies, all of that. But as in, now they're coming into high school as freshmen and everything is new. 
right? They knew they were going to go oh, there. Yeah. Some of these kids they know, but some others they might not. And now they have to get to class on time. They're at the high school, and they went from being the top of the, the, the heap in grade school to now the bottom of the heap. And how do they yep. handle that? Right. And so I think, you know, freshman year, you get you could mold some of these young men. I'm telling you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's the exciting part. You know, we just said it today. Um, you know, we we had a, we have we're lucky enough to have all five of uh, the guys who I have on my freshman staff. There's five, including me, are all at South Campus, at least part of the day. South Campus is where Arrowhead has its freshman and sophomore populations. So we've got, you know, five sets of eyes on these kids. And today we had a couple of kids act like freshmen, which is not, you know, atypical. They are freshmen after all, but we caught them doing it. And so we just, we made the point. This isn't, you know, number one, you're a football player. We hold you to a higher standard. You want to be a special athlete. You want to be a special team. You have to act special all the time. And then number two, there's no escaping it. There's no escaping it from the people outside of the program. And there's no escaping it from the people inside the program. You know, excellence for me is that daily process of attaining excellence, of the process of attaining excellence. And that means behavior. The first thing I did, Mike, and I've done this for years and years and years, going back to to Homestead, I sent uh, our freshman roster, who, uh, as you know, includes my daughter as one of the managers or as a manager. That's awesome. I sent our freshman roster to all the teachers, all the administrators, all the custodial personnel, all the library personnel, every adult in the building got our roster and said, this is what my expectations for these guys are. I want you to let me know if they either reach them or fail to reach them, and then we will deal with it. That's how I believe things are done. Man, I um, when my kids were younger, they used to, it used to drive them nuts because I would give every teacher back then my pager number, my phone, my yep. home number, my work number. I'd give them everything and say, at any moment, you can get a hold of me. Because if there's an yep. issue that needs to be dealt with, I will I will be here within a half hour and I will deal with that issue. And I would do that in front of my kids and my son would be like, Dad, enough. I go, no. Yep. I always want to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne. Right? I'm not I'm not <laughs> in the car, I'm not around the corner. Let's know. Let's find out. I love the fact for it's and we had a chance to talk about it. That, that your daughter is is one of the managers on the team, and I just think it gives you and her such a great bonding experience. It's awesome. Uh, Callie is a freshman at Arrowhead, and um, you know, like like a lot of kids her age, she had a challenging twenty 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 early you know twenty one, um, and boy oh boy, it has been. I, I just brought her home and. And told her again, it is it is absolutely the best part of my life going to school with her in the morning, having her there at football, and then getting the chance to bring her back. We talk about the day, and you know, and then she's a teenage girl, and she goes in her bedroom and she does yep. her, does her best to ignore me for a while because you know That's I'm still her dad. Doing, yeah, but boy, it is fun. It is fun being at school with Callie there. That that is awesome, Fritz. Thank you so much for your time. I I so appreciate it, and I miss talking to you. You know, we it, it's um it gets to be too long, and then you just kind of forget. And and I apologize for that. I I I wish you the best, and I love the fact that you're coaching freshman football over at Arrowhead. I I think you guys throw the pride issue, all of it out, and let's just do what's best for these kids. And in the meantime, maybe it's best it's best for us as well. You know, and, and I think it is, especially with, with the involvement of Callie. Fritz Rauch, thank you so much, brother. I, I look forward to seeing you again, and have a great day. Thanks, Mike. You too. You bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. On twelve fifty AM, the fan presented by Pick and Save. I'll tell you what, Brian, um, what a great group of men that we had on this show today. And I look, am I a bigger uh, you know Joe Labuda fan or a Dan Brunner fan or a Ron Davies or a Chuck Bova or Dave Keel? 
I, man, I love all these guys, and we could do two hours with any of them. Jack Fleming, we could do two hours with Jack. Fritz Rauch, yeah. you know, what yeah. a good man. And when you talk to these guys for a quick amount of time, 10 minutes, 11 minutes, it's hard to really dig into all how they feel about high school football, about being a coach and what that meant to them personally. And I want to just take the last couple minutes of the show because you're still involved in this a lot. But you come from a different um, a different animal. You played Wanaki. Your father was an official. Um, played at college. You coached at Oconomowoc. Now the athletic director at Muskego. Do, do you miss coaching football? Do you miss that part? Yes, there is times where you definitely do miss it. And Friday Night Lights, you never really forget that that passion um, that goes in, you know, to the game and everything else. And there's times you, you miss it when you see little things that other people might not see and you want to do everything you can to help the kids be successful. So there's times there where you miss it, but I think um, you got great great level of respect for the hours, knowing the hours of preparation coaches put in to get to Friday nights, and I, I've never forgotten that. And so it that uh, helps temper my urges, if you will, and, and stay out of the way and let the coaches coach and the players play and, and support them as best I can. Hey, the, the question that we asked all these guys, I'm going to ask you too. If I could get you one more game, right? When you were the coach, and I think probably at Oconomowoc, but maybe it's somewhere, whatever, um, or one that you played maybe, um, if I could get you one more game, what game would it be for you? Yeah, I don't know that I would necessarily want or need to coach one more game per right. se. Because, uh, I, I mean, I went back, analyzed wins and losses. I know why they are wins and losses and what was and, and what is, and, and I'm okay with all of that, right? But I, I, w- I would tell you I would like to go back as a fan and watch the 84-82 game live just to – Against Wisconsin Lutheran. Yes, the, the Wisconsin State scoring record we on Oconomowoc's homecoming, all the craziness, the six helicopters over the top of the field, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because – when you're in the moment, like I don't know that I thoroughly enjoyed it because I didn't know what was going on. I was just coaching my tail off and trying to help the kids win. And just they scored, we scored. I just you get in the mindset yeah. of we just got to go, go, go. It'd be nice to be able to just stand That's maybe on the track awesome and, and see all, everything develop and, well, we and could, be in it. I got a guy who was on the track. Mike <laughs> Bush was covering the game for me, and like when we were leaving, we were done at ten o'clock. It was like the middle of the third quarter, right. and he called my my way home and he said, "I can't even get a Gatorade. I can't like everything sold out." He said, "Mac, I've never seen anything like this." He still talks. Mike Bush still Mike Bush still talks about that game as the greatest high school football game he's ever seen. Yeah, I'd like to go back and watch and just be a pure fan and have no stake in the game and just high-five people and say, great job. Because it's not the same to watch the film, right? right? It's not the same. But to just be there, do you still talk to people in Oconomowoc that come up to you and go, I was at that game? I was at that game. And and now there might be 12,000 people that say they were at the game. Yeah. But it's kind of one of those things like like the the ice bowl, right, with the Packers, right? Oh, a lot of people man, I was at that game. I was or now you'll hear this with the with the Bucks. You know, game six. I was at game six. I was at well, were you there or were you down in the in the Deer District or were you at you know yeah. but at that that Wisconsin Lutheran Oconomowoc game, a lot of people come up to you. Yeah, ironically that happened a little bit just this past week, right? When yeah. we were playing O'Connell, like, biggest win since eighty four, eighty two. I'm like, Oh my wow. goodness, here we go. Um, but that was kind of funny to see. But every now and again it pops up in conversation and people just smile and, and tell their story and away the, we go. Hey, last thing. Um, is there one part of, of high school football coaching that you miss the most? I think the emotions, you know, the emotions and the relationships uh, that go into it. And it, it's always relational first. And then when you get that, that brotherhood and that bond that you heard, all these veteran coaches have now moved on into retirement and some are back in it like Ron. Um, they taught all those guys come back and you never miss, you always miss the relationship, right. relationships. But I think, the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows of the emotion, the pure raw emotion that goes into Friday night. You know, two weeks ago we saw two teams uh, play their hearts out with McGuanago and Muskego and yep. all the fans and all the people, and you were there with the TV, yep. and everyone's jacked, right? You feel the buzz and the energy, and then 
the next week maybe it's not there as much and and just riding that roller coaster and wave because it's raw and it's real and you can't control and that's uh you just appreciate it he is ryan mcmillan hey man thank you so much i really appreciate you this was your idea to do this and i can't thank you enough because it was a really fun show so thank you thank you yeah you bet this is the varsity blitz high school football coaches show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 a.m the fan Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.